Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. I'm Madison Fry. And this is Lower Your Volume. <laughs> which we just did. Um, yes, we, we did. are a literary podcast where we chat about books and talk way too loudly. Sometimes when we edit these episodes, we can actually hear ourselves talking I c- yeah, to each other. That's happened pretty frequently. It's been happening more since I've been in this room. I also notice it like if my volume on my phone is up pretty high, like just a minute ago. Yeah. You can hear it from my ear. Oh, that's where I always get the feedback from. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? But <laughs> sometimes it helps when editing too because I'm able to actually like sync up the yeah. audio. Sometimes you can't fix it. Um, rip. Just rip. like I can't fix a lot of the things going on in my life right now. Nicole's um, I'm unwell. <laughs> I'm fine. I physically, She's I'm fine. fine. Um, mentally, I'm emotionally drained. Um, we are not you doing these violent. Didn't even this do week. the Harry Styles quote right. That phrase that I is that what you just did? Because he goes, "Do you remember?" Okay, hear me out. Directioners, uh-huh. do you yeah, remember yeah, yeah. during the like 2015 tour? Harry, there was one show where That's Harry was walking. Again, wasn't it? Yeah, Harry was walking and his mic stand got caught and it pulled him backwards and he fell down. And Liam was like, Harry, how are you? And Harry went, physically, I'm fine. Emotionally, mm-hmm. I'm bruised. And like, yes, no, I do remember. I know I did it bad, but I, I wasn't thinking about that when I said it. I'm not going to lie. Because your head is very full. Head very full. No thought, no coherent thought get out. No thought I get say. out. Head very full, no um, thought get out. I'm doing fine. I'm just yes. a little bit tired. I'm just a wee tired. I, mean, uh, it, it, I love all the books that I've been reading lately, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I do have to say that, like, I'm just exhausted. And yep. we are we fell behind on stockpiling, and we tried to pick ourselves back up, and then we it's got just, excited it's, about it's stockpiling. A, well, it's been a very <laughs> transitional time for us collectively i am feeling weird knowing that in a couple of days like at the end of this month which is only in a couple of days i am three months away from turning 25 and i am not very well thinking about that like i thought i'd be (laughs) fine like i know like every time you're like oh savannah's so upset about it like i thought i'd be fine (laughs) i don't think i'm fine (laughs) um uh yike yeah okay um so that's upsetting for you, but it's just it's, okay. there's a lot there's a lot going on in our lives. I'm just drained, guys. So I'm sorry if I sound a little bit sad, but you know what? This is gonna make me happier because this podcast does, in fact, make me happy. We do finally have a Patreon supporter. Oh my gosh! Like I feel like because like I mean obviously like she the, the this first is thing. like of the first. <laughs> This is a thing. So, like, if you haven't heard about our Patreon before, like, we have to tell you now because, like, part of the cool thing about our Patreon is, like, you get a shout out for, like, 
subscribing to like our Patreon account. Mm -hmm. And so part of us like doing this is us talking about our first ever uh, Patreon subscriber, Danielle. Uh And uh, Danielle Cooper, you are a a doll and a half. Like, thank you so much. We she had reached out to us to like chat with us. I think about About Silver Flames, right? The theories episode for yes, the theories episode. We were just so excited to see somebody like I. We were on Facetime. When that happened, we got the email, and it was funny because the first email you get is like, "Hey, like this is like what you need to know." But the yeah. way that they made it sound was, it's like, it sounded almost. It like sounded like they were happened. Se- yeah, it sounded like there was like they were sending us like a terms and conditions email, like and something Grant, we you had guys to, have check. to remember. We hadn't set up the Patreon correctly right. before this, so like we've been like really monitoring the emails. Um, so Danielle Cooper, thank you so much. We are so happy to have you be a Patreon subscriber. We are putting, we're trying to put more content out for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so if you guys are interested in our Patreon, we're going to talk about it at the end, of course. But just for right now, if yeah. you want to like start it in the interim, it is um, patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. And it'll be linked in our <laughs> did description you just, Did of the you podcast. just think for a second? I saw it in your eyes. You went, is that it? I don't know. No, I'm confused. No, it is. It's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. I saw it happen but... in your eyes. I was like, oh, oh, there she goes. Oh, Michael, you sweet poor thing. Not a thought behind those eyes. Not a thought behind those eyes. We have do you have seen, some. Have you seen that TikTok where somebody was like, this girl's like, the thought, bo- like, he's like, she's like, I, you know, that video where it's like, oh, Michael, you don't have a thought behind those eyes. She goes, I found the opposite. And it cuts to the shot. Yes, I did see that. Dog in Trader Joe's. With like, and he's like, this dog knows yes. when it will die, when you will die, when I will die. And I like, oh <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really messed up. Um, But if you guys like don't un- know much about our Patreon, one of the things that like I think is personally my favorite part of the Patreon is we have bloopers on here that oh, are yeah. pretty fucking funny. There's a They're real, happening. there's a blooper from our cursed episode episode where there's two phone calls that happened during the that cursed yes. episode that we cut and one of them was me calling my boyfriend Zach to come and well don't spoil turn off it the dryer. you gotta earn this shit but they can just know that it, you can hear Zach earn in the it. phone and earn it's it. I say like they don't do but, enough by listening already <laughs> right but anyway earn if you want to become a Patreon member the link is in the description of the podcast and you can check our if you go on our Instagram too it's like in our link tree it's like yep. everywhere but it's, it's patreon.com forward slash all your volume yeah but thank you danielle you are amazing we cannot wait to give you more content um, even if it's only you forever it'll be us plus you girl <laughs> yeah i should also say because i told you on the podcast but i cut it and now i think i'm deep enough in where i can just mention it here yes, but for yes, those you of you who don't i don't know i mean it's in my instagram bio now but i am the current social media manager for blissfully bookish which is very exciting So if you don't know what that is, it is like the Nicole's wearing a sweatshirt from it right now. I'm actually wearing the the Valkyrie shirt underneath too. So like I have. So you're like doubled up. You're doubled. I'm doubled up. If I could have like blissfully bookish socks, I'd do it too. Right. Um. You should definitely go check out uh blissfully bookish great merchandise. If I do say so myself, I was a buyer. You were a buyer before I even started working with Catherine. How did we even find out about it? I believe Was we, it like a vendor? Well, you and I had both found the Etsy page. 
I, I had found finding the Etsy page. You I, had the Etsy page because of the Tree Speak Latin shirt, right? Which I still have yet to purchase. Um, well, I mean, it's a it's a permanent design, so it's, I'm sure yeah, it's not it, going it'll anywhere. be it'll be around until it's if it's ever retired. Anyway, um, I <laughs> I, I don't that the Patreon. We have a fan fiction pick. Oh my god. Oh Sorry, yeah. Sorry, I need to get off this. I need to get off this page. Yeah, leave it. Leave it. Get out of there. Get out leave of there, it. Smalls. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't remember how. We both. I, I mean, found it. I it must it must have been. I feel like once we once we hit the Instagram page though, it was off to the races. Like there was really no in between. Yeah. And I remember, I think my first piece from Blissley Bookish came, uh, in September or maybe August because it was right around my the time of like Blood and Honey coming out because I got the. I got the the sweatshirt with the the Dom mm-hmm. Blanc on it, and I got that as a style upgrade. That I think my first piece from Melissa Bookish was in fact a style upgrade. Mine was because you got it for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I and I honestly, Catherine's a gem. I don't talk to her the way that Madison gets to talk to her, but like I think well, she's personally a gem. Like she's my idol. <laughs> she's great. Um, we love Catherine. She's I love her hair is goals. Like I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. If I could dye my hair blue right now, I fucking would. Um, but. I can't because but my yeah, stylist is like, a, you're going to kill your hair. Blissfully Bookish is a great company. Very excited to be working for them. That's it. <laughs> and that's not an ad for you to go out and no, buy No, that's that literally, shit, that's not an totally ad. That's just, could. That is just, as a listener, we talk about our lives. That's an update in my yeah. life. And it also just happens to be related to what we're talking about. It happens to it be. It also just happens to be that. Also, it's, it's not like we haven't talked about. merch I've ever bought. <laughs> ever bought? Literally. Ever purchased. <laughs> Sorry. This fucking sweatshirt is so soft. I wore, like, I won't even lie to you. I wore three different Blizzard Bookish t-shirts today. <laughs> so you're telling me like your fo- like your early morning you wore one shirt. Yes. Midday you wore another shirt. Well, because and I are you wearing because one I now? wore one shirt to bed. Okay. And then <laughs> what'd you wear to bed? What'd you wear to bed? Okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna tell you all the places I wore them. <laughs> that I'm gonna tell Lovely. you. And then I'm gonna tell you what I and then I'm gonna tell you what I wore and then I want you to guess when I wore them. So okay, okay. 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 So I wore one this this morning. Like I woke, you know, was in bed. Woke, woke up, up and you were in it. Yeah. And then I went and met uh, with a friend to you know chat, hang like for a little lunch date. So you're saying that the morning part you were wearing one shirt and then when you went to go to chat and have lunch you wore a different shirt. Yes. Okay. And then I spilled something on said shirt. <laughs> so then when oh, I came God. home I had to change into a different shirt. But it's okay because the thing was like very light colored and I think I got it out with my Tide pen and if not it doesn't matter. All three are white shirts so it's not a spoiler but it's a white shirt so I can bleach it. I do know what your last one was because I was on the phone with you. So right. the last okay. shirt of the day was the Parish so, Lynch election shirt. Did I sleep that in I got you. the Melissa Willie Bookish brand tea or the sea and vine tea you definitely slept in the blissfully bookish uh tea and then you got shit on the sea and vine tea incorrect oh really reverse (laughs) i was like you got the blissfully bookish tea for being a goddamn member of the team and now you're (laughs) You're fucking, oh, that's the other thing. You can actually go and if you want to fucking, you know, say we're right or whatever, because we love being right on this podcast, you can actually go on the Blissfully Bookish website right now and see that Madison's photo's on there, in case you didn't believe us, but, like, here we are telling you anyway. Why would I lie about that? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Maybe somebody's like, I just got to get into a tussle today. I don't know, you know? Like, <laughs> I just, just want to fight one tussle. Um, I mean, what else is new? We're both drinking Starbucks. 
We are. And um, Madison's drink at Starbucks went fucking up, like, price-wise. Uh, yeah, I don't know why that happened. Um, but it's, I mean, I don't really get this drink Mine was a lot, only, like, so. $4.50. You also got Yours a tea. Was, like, espresso's a lot more expensive. A, like, big bag I of espresso well, is, like, 90 you, bucks. Hold on, wait a minute. It's not just the espresso. It's the oat milk, or... Yeah. I drink coconut milk at Starbucks. Coconut milk at Starbucks. Everything else is like I'm nervous to try their oat milk because I don't think they use Oatly. And Oatly is the oat milk I like. And all of my favorite coffee shops use Oatly. That's because all your favorite coffee shops are bougie as fuck. But those are because they have good taste in oat milk. Anyway. Oh, my God. um, If Oatly wants I would literally cry if we got an Oatly sponsorship. I would just like to say, Nicole was in town last weekend. And (laughs) I I made you coffee because my car went. You did, yeah. So I made you coffee on Friday morning before we got yeah, to work. And um mm, no, we were been working for like two hours before we had coffee. I know, I know, but like got back to work. We did a little breakfast oh, gotcha. break. Um but I made you the whipped coffee with mm-hmm. the the oat milk. I have two things to say. First, mm-hmm. I offered you the pump syrup that I have which is sugar-free vanilla and why did you think it was not going to be sweet I've been meaning to ask you this why did you think that because it's sugar-free <laughs> but it's not sugar-free works it uses a non-white sugar sweetener <laughs> everything I've had that's sugar-free is ass I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie well but that wasn't yeah because it's, it's French that's vanilla the only thing. I hear and what you're Tarani. saying I'm just telling you that like in my brain okay <laughs> My brain went sugar-free, like sugar-free Jello. Oh, like no. no. <laughs> you say you understand that, like once once somebody does you dirty with sugar-free one time, you don't want to do it again. I mean, but then also you can't blame me. You she took you took a sip of your coffee. Yes, and then you seemed surprised that it was good. Like I would drink bad coffee. No, you just happen to be okay with, like, oat milk regularly. I've never really had any milk substitutes before. And was it good? Um, it was delicious. It def- And here's the weird thing, you guys. <laughs> it's addictive for no fucking reason. See? It's Like, amazing. when you're drinking it, you're like, why am I fucking compelled to go back mm-hmm. and take yet another sip? Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, a weird bitterness on the back of your tongue, but the front of your tongue is, like, sweet. and it, That's because it's, it's delicious. And it's creamy because it's whipped. <laughs> the way that Remy and Ratatouille explains the, the cheese and the, like, and strawberry. The and the strawberry. <laughs> this is how I feel having to explain this experience. You know what? I was just coffee. thinking about it. We talk about Ratatouille okay. too much for a literary podcast. <laughs> No, I listen. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says about. Does <laughs> your okay? I have a goddamn story about that song, but hold on. Yes. Um, hold on to that thought. I think the thing that everyone needs to know is mm-hmm. is that although I hate that Madison called me this, I am in fact a Disney adult. You are, and a Disney therefore adult. it's okay. Um, I'm an anime so adult, much... but then again, it, so, well, so are you. Am I. So where where do I stand? Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I have a boyfriend, so I feel like that's okay, right? <gasps> no, I didn't mean it like oh, that. I meant it like no, Madison, I didn't mean. I would it just like, that. like to let it be known that I was just attacked. I Slander did not mean on it like my that. name. No, I did not. An mean affront it like that. to my person. I meant in the sense that okay, I don't have to go out there and try to appease somebody and tell them I'm a Disney adult and an anime adult. Like I don't have to do both okay. of those things. You know what? I will anyway. say there are some hot boys on TikTok who watch anime. No, I agree. Anyway, so. my point being is that there's so much going on in the Disney world with like 
Ratatouille right now that like it's mm-hmm. no it's no surprise that it's just always at the forefront of our minds. But that song, the the song that is in Ratatouille <laughs> that is like the best. Mm-hmm. Zach and Dylan, we were at Dylan's house oh, yes, this past Virgo. weekend. Ah uh, yes, the Virgo with a Virgo moon and a Virgo <laughs> Venus and a Virgo rising and like all this Virgo that I'm like I don't understand. Anyway, mm-hmm. um they were Dylan and Zach decided to get on his little robo, Dylan's robo, and they were taking it out for the first time this year because it was nice outside. And they're in it and they're trying to like stand. Zach's going like standing, paddling, and I'm looking at this going, this is like watching an Italian gondola ride. And I look over at Dylan's girlfriend and I go, <laughs> She started dying. I have a when video of it. I'll send it to you. Hits your eye like, like a, a big pizza, pizza pie. pie. That's amore. What's the ne- what's the one where it's like just like pasta That's my favorite one. <laughs> Do you know that that song actually played at my parents' wedding? <laughs> just when uh, I thought you couldn't get any more Italian, <laughs> you went well, and pulled you know, that so one did out. Some, so did some next Frank Sinatra. Thing, so next thing you know, you're gonna be in a dark office. With sunlight creeping through the vi- through the blinds, asking me why I decided to ask you a favor on the day of your daughter's wedding. I earlier was holding General Mittens in my lap, trying to like see why she was freaking the yes. fuck out because she was having like panic attacks today or something. Cute. Realistically, she just wanted food. But regardless, <laughs> um, she's sitting in my lap and I'm petting her. And my one of my coworkers called me, and I forgot she's just sitting in my lap. So I, I answer the phone call, and she like looks up at me, and I look down at her, and my coworker goes, "Do you have a cat in your lap?" And I go, "Yeah." What do you need? <laughs> like, why is this the Godfather, but make it quarantine? Like, what yeah, the fuck? Or like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I mean, I got my ears pierced on a whim the other day. It was really cool that you did that. I mean, it was pretty fun. Didn't feel like literally anything. So, that's fun. I mean, I yeah. don't, there's not a lot going on. No, I think we've both I, been... I've been espresso distresso, so... I have also been espresso distresso. So. Anyway. But we actually have a pretty cool episode today, even yeah, though... Yeah, it's long you know, overdue, like... which is funny, because last episode we talked about how <laughs> I thought that we had already done this episode. <laughs> um. I'm kind of glad that, like, we're doing it now, yeah, considering yeah. that it's we just, talked it's about it last long, episode. It's a little overdue. Um, we today are talking about our Crescent City theories. Now, we're not going to lie to you. Normally, when we do the theories episode, it's we like right after like we write the them book. down. Yeah. Oh, and also it's and right we also after write them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think today so, we're literally just going to shoot the shit about what we think is going to happen. I don't know where we want to start. Do we want to start with the most common theory about everything being kind of tied together? I think that's where we should start. Um, also, obviously, we say it at the top of the episode, but with the spoiler episodes, or not the spoiler, the theories episode especially, we always say lots of spoilers ahead, lots and lots and lots of spoilers ahead. Yeah, there's because if you haven't read the actual book or maybe you want to listen to the Crescent City episode, you're going to want to go back a few. Um, we did that at the beginning of the year-ish no i guess it was february. end of january beginning of february. we did it at end of january yeah. beginning of february end of january beginning of february so you're gonna want to go back a few episodes mm-hmm. um just to listen to it but i believe it's the uh if you're a weeb i'm a weeb because it was when i first got, started getting real into anime right because while i was reading that book i was also watching haiku for the first time same same Which, 
I watched season three. I guess we should touch on that since we do talk. Oh uh, no, don't show. because I haven't watched it yet. Okay, and I don't no, I talk watched season it. three. The fact that there's only like ten or twelve episodes, I don't remember because I flew through it. It was just one long episode. Um, really it hurts. Just, that it really bothers me that they. I mean, I love that they're well, you know, it, but it's the, game, it's the sheer Torizawa like, arc, you know. No, I know. I get that. Again, I get that. But mm-hmm. also, I want more. But then also, <laughs> I, want more. I watched Yuri on Ice. And we've oh, talked yeah. about before how, like, Some I think, of the shows I think are in that episode gay. we talked about how, like, there are, like, you can't help but ship the characters in, like, queer ships, basically. Yeah. Because, because it's we're just not familiar with, like, with how that, that style of friendship, friendship is. Yeah. Toxic you know. masculinity is a oh, thing, yeah. guys. Um, but Yuri on Ice, no, that shit, I'm sorry, that shit's canon. I did, that I went into canon. it, I went into it expecting it to be, like, canon but like but not like canon. not canon but like where you're like yeah. oh you know kind of like how sometimes makoto and free looks at haru and you're like what's going on here <laughs> or like every or- time every time i watch free now because i've gone back now and watched uh-huh. it twice I've, i literally just keep going it's not you can't tell me there's not something there oh, like i don't I, believe it there's just like there's also there's also something fishy <laughs> Going on. <laughs> please go. Please no. Get out. If you don't Sorry. know, freeze the freeze the swimming one, and they all freeze are like the animal fr- fish based yeah. character type things. Yeah, except for like they're not four animals them. themselves. I'm like literally. It's not, it's like, oh, it's not like we're like shipping. Based. Yeah, um, we're not shipping an orca with a goddamn dolphin. Actually, but I was gonna. But I was gonna say, um, Rin and Haru is also like. Barry. I'm sorry. Him, them getting <laughs> undressed before they go. Right, oh, when they fling like, their clothes off. I'm like, you guys are. How are you guys not like sexually attracted? Now, granted, why would it matter? I would just make it, it better. Like, it would just make it better. Well, I just. It's just something about like their bonds. It's the closeness. It's something to do with their sexiness as a whole. Cause like they are tr- attractive. Yeah, you did what? You did this for what? Like you made them you, did so the, you did this for you did what? this for what? I'm sorry, they have no business being that ripped as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I. That's how I feel reading Under the Oak Tree. There oh is. Oh my god! No- oh my god! I fucking love that goddamn. I fucking love there that goddamn no web comic. There is no reason for the guy in Under the Oak Tree whose name is eluding me. Um, all all I know is that he's. He, that's. I'm he's, sorry. He's like, just incredibly gorgeous. I, he, hmm. <laughs> head very full, no thought, get out. Head very full. No, head seriously, full. you need a new webcomic to go read. I can't remember. It's on Manta or something like it's that. It's on a bunch. Web. If you search under the Oak Tree webcomic, it'll come up on something. There's like a bunch of different sites you can find it on. I it's, swear to God, the fact that it only, I mean, it updates three times a month, which is fine. But yeah. like. It's the the most recent one. The most recent two have just been kind of like, okay, here's plot, and I'm yeah. like, fuck, I don't want this. I want them together. I, well, I'm the like, problem the problem is that right now he's not around. I know. <laughs> and I'm and like, hey, I mean, she's guys. fine. But tell me, tell me, it is not just like, it's not I like mean, episode five or something. They're like having sex, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, this man is beautiful. Oh, like, he's. It's like definitely like a little like I'm like okay, this is a little problematic. Just like a oh, little, it's a it's a little problematic, but I also only because like, only because she's like very timid and very like afraid so, to like speak her mind and she's, stuff. She's just so like oh, she was, was abused. 
Yeah, she no, was well, no, obvious, like, obviously, but like, so I think when when I'm used to reading like, so I I compared it to like Hawk and Poppy. Oh, I know, and they look. They like, look. They look yes, similar. Yes. Like, if anybody's and so, ever ref- heard it referenced, they look similar. Right. And so I was like, I was like, and then, you, but you, then you compare it to their characters. You're like, oh, but he, he did not need to be drawn that No. <laughs> no. And whoever's the artist, which I don't, I, the name's eluding me there too. <clears throat> Amazing job. <laughs> like I am hooked. I was hooked. Yeah. I instantly was like, how can I buy more episodes? Like, yeah. Let me go read more. <laughs> All that to say, looping it back around, I watched if you Yuri on to Ice. This, you're a weeb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I watched I Yuri like on Ice. And that show, I I mean, Nicole, I was squealing. I was squealing. I'll watch it. I'll you, watch it. I'll you have to watch it. It's free on Funimation. The dub okay. is free on Funimation. <gasps> is it just one season? Yeah. Ugh. But they, but they might be making another. But technically, the like arc is no. Like, you know what? Up. No, no. I'm sorry. Don't even say they might be. Do you know how many freaking shows you've told me might be? Okay, here's the thing. I made Nicole watch Diabolic Clover. <laughs> ass, you're an asshole. For you're like, you oh, there's don't a second know. season, and they went fantastic. Know, it's a very problematic show about vampires, and <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't, I can't. It's not okay. Well, okay, because like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's definitely, like, Stockholm Syndrome, kind of in the way that, like, it's just, it's, like, it's so weird. It's so, why am I banging on my mic? Okay, whatever. Um... It's no, the, it is weird, but it's, it's the also weirdest show, and they've got these like good. deeply specific like kinks, <laughs> and yeah. it's just it's it's <laughs> sexual for no reason other than just and to you be. Can't tell me you can't tell me that well, every it's based person off, that it's, has watched the show has like a type like one of the guys is the yes, type that you're interested yes. in, and then once you look at that, like there are some where you're just like, oh, honey, like you got something else going on. Like, if you like that I, one? Like I like um. Sorry, the guy with Teddy. If you are one of the guys, oh if my you're one gosh. of the he's, people out there who's into so the freaky. guy that has the teddy bear, it's, we his name to, is Lauto, we need to go to therapy. Right? No, no, it's Kanato. It's Kanato. Because there's three. Are you sure? It's Ayato. Oh, yes. Is the, is the, the short twin, one. The is the one with the short hair. Like twins. La- Lauto is the one who wears the fedora. The fedora, yes. <laughs> with the longer hair. And then Kanato but is, they're the, all is triplets. the purple one. Like they're triplets. Yes, they're triplets. And for whatever reason, look Kanato twins. looks completely different than the other two. He has purple hair you're right and their mom didn't have purple hair right no or red hair i don't think and then there's like and then there's like shoe subaru Who's madison's favorite i do love shoe <laughs> subaru which is hilarious he's my he's one of my favorites yeah, I'm not gonna you lie. Subaru. i don't understand it i think I, it, it's the quiet type <laughs> But his, I just no. And then what's the Madison, creepy? There's damaged. always there's always one creepy guy with glasses. What is the one? Right, right, right. It's it's a it's a right. It's a Ray name. It's a Ray name. It's like right, right, right. It's not Reiki. That's like energy healing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right though, and I can't remember what the fuck it is. Oh, hold on, Regardless. I have to look it up. It's. Anyway, I made you watch the show. There were two seasons. It was incredible. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's you just can't stop watching it, and they're all at like 19 minutes long. The episodes are they're so very short. short. And so I and then you get to the end of season two, and there was a fucking cliffhanger. <laughs> and they are there's and not a I chance like, they're making another. I season. I reached out to Madison to be like, "You're a fucking whore. <laughs> like, what are you doing to me?" Um, 
there's not a fucking chance in hell they're doing another season. But I'm not, this is based off a video game, and I'm just not willing mm-hmm. to go and buy a whole goddamn gaming system to play a video game. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't test me. If anyone wants to send a gaming console to me and um, an actual game of Diabolical Lovers, that'd be great. Because I hear in the actual game, you can see, like, who she ends up with but isn't no i think it's like a choose your own adventure like there's multiple endings yeah so i can pick who the fuck i want i will say every once in a while okay i <laughs> i've read a lot of fanfic of them i'm not gonna lie uh, <gasps> of subaru <laughs> oh no 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 different different people who i liked her with like i did read who? a shoe i like i did read one with like her and shoe and what's the other guy's name? Shoo. The one that I really like. He... Oh, because there's Ruki, who's one of the other brothers from the Sukumaki brothers. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You Wait. cannot tell me. Um, hold on. No, I, I need to... No, I can't. No. The no, there's... The, what's the one guy's name? You just said it. He's the oldest of the of the triplets. It's like... Or he's not the oldest. Oh, Kanato. Yeah, he's my favorite. Out of the, the boys there, he's, he's the my favorite. the teddy bear one. No, 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 no. Not the oldest. I'm sorry. The one that's, like, the one that's, like, supposed to inherit everything. Ayato? The one yeah, with the shorter hair? One. Yes. Who wears not the little the, choker? Not with the fedora. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Wait. No okay. Hold on. I got. I got all their names. Talk. I got all their names. I got all their names. Okay. You have no room. To oh talk. no. Okay. So the so the Sakamaki brothers are the like original six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Us picking which our favorite our, our favorite hockey team is. Yeah. Um, so there's Ayato, Kanato, Laito, Shu. There's also that villain named Carl Heinz, which is incredible. No, that's their dad. He's also a villain. Yes, I know, but he's not a villain in the sh- in the okay. series because so they didn't even get there. So then there's Subaru, yes. Reiji, Ruki, yes. Ko. Ko is the other one I like. And then oh, it just like left out the other two. There's the there's the one with all the bandages, who definitely has a whole thing going on. If you're catching our drift, it's, um, hold on, okay, Mukami. That's what their other name is. Then there's Yuma and Azusa. This I show. Think- is Azusa the one? Yeah, Azusa's the one that has... He's the freaky one. The yes, bandages. he's yes. the... Yeah. And then Yuma is the other hot one. Yeah, the one who's like an actual like model or Yuma's whatever type one. of he's thing. He's the one with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, I know. We all know and I like Ko, a man, bud. Ko's, a half yeah. up, half down. Regardless, regardless, regardless. I have read a lot of fan fiction of her with a number of these men, like one-on-one. Um, oh, no, one Ko's, on one. Ko's the blonde one. I don't like Ko. No, then what's the other one? No, the one Co- that actually he so Ko's the one that's like the model. That's like that's his like career. He yeah, like is like he's one like of those the, things. The the like cutie little blonde one. Yuma's yes. the like really tall one with the half up half down like. Yes, I know the one that's like the Cassian. And then yes. Ruki is the one who's like the purpley hair. He's yes, the, the he's, one that we're like we're all like. <laughs> Anyway, he's the one that you want. You're like, oh, once you get into his yeah. arc, you're like, holy shit. Anyway, we've talked about this way too long. I regardless. Uh, yes. Yuri on ice. Yuri on ice is fucking amazing. And the accent like because like uh, nobody has accents except for like the European people. It's the funniest thing. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, OK, here we go. 
hear me out. Everybody, including the guy from Thailand, has an American accent. <laughs> Except for, like, the Swedish guy, the Italian guy, the and the Russian people all <laughs> have, like, terrible Let European me tell you accent. where else I saw this. I was watching an episode of Sailor Moon where they all went to, like, they all went to Mamo's, like, professor's house. And everybody was, like, they're speaking English. And the girls, like, are speaking broken English now. Because they, like, when you go and they're talking to people that are, like, English speakers, they, like, struggle because what you're supposed to get from that is, like, what they're speaking is not actually English. And so my brain got so fucked because, (laughs) like, there is fucking Usagi sitting there trying to, like, Right, because in, like, Japanese it, um, it makes sense. But if, like, they're talking to me. If the whole show to you so far has been in English, it looks weird. (laughs) It was fucking hilarious. That's so bad. It was hilarious. I'm not lying. It was fucking hilarious. That's what we uncultured swine get for having having to have the dub instead of just sitting there and, like, watching the sub. The number of times my brother has come downstairs and and shook his head at me and go, (laughs) Why are you watching the dub of Sailor Moon? And I was like, listen, <laughs> all I've ever known is the dub. Well, like, also, never also, like, the here's, here's the thing about Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is just like a show that you throw on. You throw on it to watch in the background because there are so many goddamn episodes that the idea of trying to make it through the whole series watching a sub would take a thousand years. That's why, like, I, I have to watch the Naruto dub and I have to watch, like, the fairy tale dub. And there's so many shows where I'm like, I have to watch the dub because otherwise I'm never, I'm never going to get through the show. But I will say that like, there are a few episodes, normally it's like their tail end. So like Mm -hmm. if they were like, there's like the end of an arc or whatever, or even like the stuff where it's like, there's a midway point during the show where they'll have like, kind of like a mini, almost like ending, like a mid series, mid season finale sort Mm -hmm. of type of stuff. Those ones I watch. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to actively watch. Like, I got to mm, actively mm-hmm. focus on this because those ones are, like, the good the ones. The one in season one where they all die. That's the very last episode, though, of, of that season. season one, yeah. Yeah. That shit's but insane. But there's, like, even the one the one that's in season one that's, like, their mid one is when, oh, is when everyone dies? learns who's... Yes, and it's when everyone fucking learns who... Um, who the girls are like when everyone finally realizes oh oh my god oh it's like episode oh it's god, like episode 36 mask. or like 35 yes, they're like oh my god you finally mask know it's like, is Mamaru. like what yeah it's like finally all the guardians are together at last like <laughs> that show it's a really good episode don't get me wrong because yeah. then i think after that point you have all the shit going on with mama where he's like kind of like uh oh when he has Barrel. his memory wiped Yes. And he's like a bad guy, but like he wears the- that killer armor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen. Sorry, no more anime. I Why just is every Crescent City episode an anime thing. I <laughs> I don't know. It's a thing. It's a thing now. At this point. Okay, I'm sorry. You're trying to tell me that Bryce doesn't watch anime? Not a chance. She's so hot. She has to watch it. <laughs> no, I'm. I firmly. Okay, head cannon. Head cannon. Bryce watches anime i know it to be true i feel it in my soul <laughs> like well if i make it assumption and she'd but she'd watch like know, okay but she'd watch like hot girl anime well if i make an assumption based on what we know about her okay and what she used to watch well she didn't really watch it but with um those ponies no oh. i was referring to the ponies <laughs> 
with La Haba. Like, well, La Haba would watch Fangs and Bangs, which is not the title of the, the, the show, but they called it yeah. that. I just have this feeling that, like, after the major spoiler, after La Haba's gone, like, she probably, like, watches that and, like, got into other shit yeah, that way. No, so but I can definitely totally, see that she t- Homegirl totally watches, like, hot girl anime. I know. I, okay. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Would an alternate reality Bryce mm-hmm. be like one of those like little on like OnlyFans? She'd be like, I think Bryce would have succeeded heavily oh, on OnlyFans. She would have thrived. Like people would have been like throwing like millions at her. Yeah, in like the best way. Like go girls who have OnlyFans. I like oh my God, girls yeah. who have OnlyFans slay my life. I literally love them. Except for Bella Thorne. I suck. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, she, she like, no, really she, no, messed right. it up. She really messed it up for these people who are trying to, like, make a living doing this. And she just, like, totally screwed them because she just wanted to, like, play with people, basically. It, yeah, it was it was absolutely fucked. If you want to learn mm-hmm. more about that story, you can go Google it. There's tons of articles about it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but let's get into our theories. We've talked a lot about different shit today. Yep. Um... <laughs> But theories. So the first one that we want to kind of talk about is our theory that since A Court of Silver Flames came out, yes. we're almost like one million percent positive I, these are all at the same go- time. I, they're all I happening at the okay, same time. I don't understand. Okay. With the, okay. Here's the thing. With the confirmation of Aelin falling through the worlds. Correct. The Dread Trove. happening at the same time. Yes. Um, anyway, the Dread Trove. The Dread Trove. Clearly can be used to open up the world. I mean, imagine if you start like... She's playing one string at a time. I agree. Like, tell me what happens when you start playing Eye of the Tiger. Like, I want to know. I will say that, like, uh, I feel weird talking about this because you haven't gotten there, Madison. But, like, the idea that in the end of Kingdom of Ash, the gates are sealed. Right. I don't know what that means in terms of, uh, were they, are they no longer... "Quote unquote well, broken." Okay, because like, so okay, because like, like, hear me out. Hear me in. out. Hear me out. Right. Obviously, I don't know anything about that. No, I know. Is there a chance that that means nobody else can let things in, but things could I be think, open from the other side? Yeah. No, I think what it is, and this is just my train of thought, probably because I haven't read the book in so is long. Is it like prison rules? No, I think what it is is it's sealing the gate allowed them to not have all of these things coming through it. So things that weren't supposed to be coming through the gate right. because you needed to have like some type of that's, object. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like things so could I come think, through from the other side, like doors could be open from right. the other side, but there's no doorknob on that side. I think there's still a way to open it on the throne of glass. side. like, I can't imagine that there's no way for them to ever well, like get I'm like, out, but how, I think it's just how, sealed. How can you just leave Bryce Having a literal way to break through the, like... I agree. On top of that, not only does she, like, have the horn tattooed on her. Yep. She also now is, like, the most high-powered being. Not... Yes. Like, not the most... just a smidge most... powerful than her, her the father, King, right? Yeah. Like, just a smidge powerful... Like, the most powerful fae, we should say, because they have other people that are powerful than her in this world. Yes. But, like, well, the yeah, most like powerful Well, yeah, like, I'm assuming fae, the Asteri, which also yes. Amran. We'll get, yeah, we'll Amarin. get into that. 
But I think with this connection thing, now I'm I'm initially hesitant to be like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I am, but I'm also not because I don't necessarily know what this means for any of the other stories that she's had so far. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's too far of an assumption to make because what we know from Crescent City, and as I've said this before, and Madison said this before too, is that the Fae themselves didn't just fucking appear there. They, like, traveled there. And both Madison and I are like, okay, well... No other book, like Throne of Glass, at least to my knowledge, never really established how Mab and Mora even got mm-hmm. to the Throne of Glass world. And the only place we know that they were quote unquote created was by the cauldron in the Echo Yes, universe. it's just, it, they, ha- I'm sorry, they have to combine. They have to. They have yeah, to combine. And I'll be and excited. To me, it seems, <laughs> huh? I'll be excited. I'm a little nervous, but I'll be excited. Right. Like, I, it ha- I'm sorry. It has to be combined. I feel like it's gonna be combined on the Crescent City side, not the Akotar side. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Because I feel and like anybody who thinks that it's gonna be on the Akotar side, like, why? Email us at lawyervolumepodcast yeah. at like, gmail.com. I, I mean, it could. I'm it totally curious. could. But my reasoning for thinking that it would be on the Crescent City side is there's almost something about like she's the fresh heroine. Where she's going to be like, hi, I'm a rap, you know, it's that kind of like rap scallion bringing people together vibes. And the other thing, though, that we need to know, I guess, about those portals, because I I think I have seen some people like argue this theory um, by saying that the portals also allow them to go to hell, which like, again, I understand. But like, there's no way you can have these things that are very similar in each of these worlds, have Aelin fall through the Akotar world and have the other story that she's written not be connected. Like, it just, I mean, you could, don't get me wrong. It's not them saying you can't. It just feels too easy to do it the other way, to just be like, okay, just these two are together. Like, yeah. that just feels too easy. If you're going to go real deep into, like, these intricate ways to get in well, between different worlds, yeah. like, it makes no sense otherwise. I, yeah, I I just. I'm also curious as to how those kernels of power mm-hmm. play into what this could mean for the other worlds. Now, I did see, I know we talked about this a little bit earlier before you got a phone call. I did see somebody say that they thought Nyx from recent Feyre, uh-huh. their son, is the first Starborn prince in... I... And I just disagree. Okay, so I don't, here's... Again, I, so... Think they're, I think they're all the same time. Right. I And I think the reason we think that is based on when Aelin's falling through. Um. Anyway, um, I think the reason we think that it's not him... Is simply because when Aelin's falling through all the worlds, from what I know from the little bit that you've read to me of that moment, yeah, it seems like she falls like through Crescent City at yeah. that time. I agree. The only thing is, is that like, and I don't know if it's because well, when and she also is writing Crescent City, Kingdom of Ashes already complete and like sent off to the publisher and printed and all that right. stuff. So maybe the Crescent City stuff is. So minor compared to the Akotar stuff because Akotar at this point when you're reading Kingdom was of established. Ash is well established. Like right. well, 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 well and established. Also, it's like you'd have to assume why if I were an author and mm-hmm. I'm gonna feature these three places, you got yep. Aelin from Throne of Glass World, and you're gonna yeah. have the Reese and Feyre like moment be shown as canon in yeah. your like 
one of your next books. books. Yeah. Yes. How are you going to now suddenly make that other one? So like it shows that those are happening almost in tandem. Right. How are you going to then be this other one and be like, oh, this other one takes like when they fall through there, it's hundreds of years before. It makes me think of now this is crazy because I hate using this reference, but it really does make me think of like early Marvel movies because like yeah. it makes me think that there's a bigger bad guy out there right. that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that makes me think they're at the same time is because Reese in a in Court of Silver Flames is looking up information about the different worlds. Yeah. So is Meryl on his behalf and uh-huh. the information about planets and in Crescent City, Bryce's father, the Autumn King, yes. is looking up that information, too. Uh, that is too coincidental for the books to come back to back and have those things happening. They're yeah. going to cross over at some point. Like, right. I just don't see. I don't well, understand also, how it could be. Also, like, uh, they're a hundred. I just, okay, here's, I feel like they're 100% going to cross over because, I know we keep saying they're going to cross over because blank, blank, blank. Right. But hear me out. You're an author. You yep. already have a lot of the same tropes in your books. They're all about yeah. Faye, all about, the, you know, this, this, this. And then you're just going to sprinkle in interdimensional travel in all three? Right. Come on. That's too coincidental, It's guys. too coincidental. Like, it's not a coincidence. It's like, what is it? It's like two's a coincidence, three's a pattern. Yeah. And the way that she described how these worlds are stacked like pages in the book yeah. reminds me exactly of how V.E. Schwab describes her four Londons. <gasps> yes. And those oh, crossed yes. over, you guys. Like, those crossed over. That was the whole concept of that book. So, like, right. I don't know if she initially started off the series of Throne of Glass well, and said, this is what I'm going to do. But I think once she kind of got into Akotar and maybe started thinking up the stuff for Crescent City, mm-hmm. she was like, this is a great opportunity to incorporate all these things together. Right. Because as I said before... We still don't know how the Fae got to Throne of Glass World, and I'm convinced they're from Throne Echotar. of Glass World, my favorite theme park. <laughs> my favorite theme park. Um, but no, I'm convinced. I know what I'd like to the ride. The powers, the powers between the three books are too similar for them not to be related, right. you guys. Well, and on top of that, you're not only going to like talk about interdimensional travel, but then you're going to give three separate people a way to do that three prominent women in your books that are a- that have the ability to do that. Now, we don't know a ton about all of Feyre's powers. Maybe Feyre will have but that ability to do it Nesta. too. But Nesta did. Exactly. Because Nesta. Nesta had the power. Nesta And, and mm-hmm. as you all know, we are Gwyn real stands. And if you hate that, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I do think that Gwyn is looking for that fourth Dread Trove object. And yes. I think that that's going to be important in the next book. Right. Because, again, it's an Azrael book. Don't but come at me. But also, we um, do not understand these items. The, also, the other items. items that Nesta, Nesta made. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just like, well, okay. So, like, an, but Bryce This is not our Corner have, Silver Flames second spoiler, though. We but, do have a. We but do a lot have of the Crescent the City stuff has to do with the incorporation of. What we learned in A Court of Silver Flames. But, but okay. So, okay. So, moving off of this, I think we've established that we definitely think they're going to cross over. Agreed. Next book. Where are we at? What are you thinking? For Crescent City? Oh. Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) So many of you guys are so convinced. And maybe I shouldn't say so many. I'm sorry. She's going to stay with Hunt. (laughs) Yes. There's a subsect of people that believe that, like, she's going to end up with, like, Adas or Adias or whatever his name is. We looked it up last time. Itis. Isn't it Itis? Itis. Oh, it is Itis. It's like Midas, but with an A. Yes. Yes. Itis. So Itis. Everybody thinks he's going to end up with, Bryce will end up with Itis. Here's the thing. 
Madison and I are both very convinced that Sarah is like gonna try to do something a little bit different this time and maybe pull a serpent and dove. That's yes, and, like, have we've been them thinking be about separated. well, specifically a, a a blood and honey. Yeah, a blood and honey, where mm-hmm. like they're separated for a period yes. of time before they join back together. You guys, everyone's like, oh, the first love interest. But and no, are like, Connor, but Connor was the first love and, interest. Like, Connor was the first love even interest. Even if he's not the first love interest, or even if Hunt is the first love interest, like whatever but also, Sarah is establishing, I just think that in my mind, their trauma and the way that they've been mm-hmm. able to handle it is very different than okay. the way that Feyre and Tamlin handle shit and that Dorian and Selena and Selena and Kay all did. Like, I have another comment. Like thing. Everybody's saying Sarah always does second, like net first love interest is never it. That pattern has been broken with Nesta and Cassian. Oh, agree, 100% right. agreed. And I'm like... 100% agreed. And also... She does not have to do whatever you think she has no. to do. No, like, in just fact, I could, totally, I could totally see her being like, hey, 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 they'll never see this coming. <laughs> because No, and the thing is, is like, I think it's really, really smart for her to be listening to what her audience is saying and going, I'm going to give them a little bit of anxiety and twist this on the <laughs> yeah. head. Now, it gives me anxiety, so I'm not happy, but... I don't I just you guys I really go back to like the the strong relationship that they build and you're going to compare this I think I think the most you can compare this to the Selena and Kale relationship because mm-hmm. those two people try their best to be in love with each other it's, and try to work through their trauma it's and just can't. so it's just so different it's so different because I well, think the Feyre and Tamlin one is so too mm-hmm. – it's too abuse-ridden to, like, really mm-hmm. dissect it in the way that a Hunt and Bryce relationship is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but also we talked about the person that the girl or the, the woman usually ends up with is the person who helps her to heal. Yeah, and I think I think Hunt did that immaculately. And Hunt definitely did that. Hunt definitely now, helped her there's obviously other shit that could yeah. happen to her. For sure, like she for could, sure. she could lose her mom. Like there's mm-hmm. so many things that yeah, could there's happen so many to her that, that could would happen. bring up other trauma. But, but that, but that's happened in the other books too. Like people have lost no, people, I agree. and so I, agree. I feel like if you look at that pattern, which seems a more consistent pattern to me, is that the girl ends right. up with the person who helps her to heal. And I think if you look at what is Bryce's I mean, trauma, sorry, I should in say comparison. even look at look at all of her couples. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But if you look at Bryce's trauma in comparison to, like, Feyre's and Aelin's mm-hmm. and how they do their healing journeys, right? Mm-hmm. It's very reminiscent of Akomoth and Era Fire. Yeah. Like, you can't tell me it's not. Like, I, I don't care that you think that Hunt is going, like, I know we're all desperately worried that they're not going to be together, but you can't tell me that those two things are not comparable, yeah. They and they they are. Like even like <laughs> even Rowan is a dick the way that Reese is a dick in in A Court of Thrones and Roses. Like mm-hmm. and Hunt is a dick the way that all of them are dicks in yeah, their own I perspective. Just, books. I just feel like I really I really think His name's that, also Orion. That's another R-ish name. Well, so fuck and also off. tell me, hear me out. It's a constellation and she's starborn. I don't fucking know. Also, like, we had other things about that, and I can't remember what they were. But regardless, let's keep going on the hunt and I, Bryce as a couple. Thing. Yeah, I just okay, and also like, I feel I just like Idas is a good character. She for is her to clearly because like okay, so hear me out with Reese, with Reese, yeah. and with like Rowan and stuff. She was setting them up to kind of be like kind of douchey, but they were clearly 
like they had redeeming qualities in yes. those dies those first moments slash first books yeah. that they yes, were featured in. Itis None. seems definitely to be a full send villain. And also him talking with Jezeba, who gives everybody the heebie jeebies. As they as she should. Have you as seen the fan should. art? Oh my god, you guys. <laughs> yeah. The no, fan she's... art is I think it's Morgana anagrams that's like yes. very that's very terrifying to me. Mm-hmm. She's got that really cool like hair. Kind of pixie. Yes, hair it's like the it's, it's like yes, it's like the pink. Yes. And it's very creepy. Headcanon Jezebel's just pink. Headcanon Jezebel is just pink, but make it fantasy. Wait, Urban pink, fantasy. pink with like a capital P, like pink the artist, not like the yeah. color. Pink with the exclamation point upside down. Mm-hmm. I have a right? question for you. <laughs> like, like, like a lit, like a Latinx exclamation point. I think it's just a regular exclamation point. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like, about it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like, I don't think, I don't think so. Home skillet. I'm fine. Um, it's fine. So Bryce and Hunt convinced. You can't convince me otherwise. I, um, the thing about Hunt's dad. Oh, let's oh talk about how he's definitely one of the Asteri. Let's just well, talk about that. Is it that. the Asteri or is it the Malakim? They're Malakim, right? The Asteri are the like soldiers. Those like holy. Blessed- I'm sorry. What did you just call them? Soldiers. Oh, let's talk about Amran then, because I'm sorry. No, somebody well, no, came no, for me on a, Facebook hold on, hold on, and said, me, hold on. "I'll write it down. Hold I'll on. make a note. Let I'll me, make a sticky because I'm I'm upset." Because somebody on Facebook came for me. No, I say came for me, and realistically, she was very nice. But <laughs> definitely, um, definitely was told that Amron can't be an Asteri, and I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> um, I thought the Asteri were like the high-powered ones, like the yeah. god-ish-like ones. But if you're correct and they're actually soldiers, I'm sorry. They're it's Amron. <laughs> sorry. <gasps> Okay. The seventh Asteri. Hear me out. This is just a side note as I'm flipping through my uh, Crescent City book. Mm-hmm. In, I feel like, I don't think this is what she says in A Court of Silver Flames or the other ways, but in her acknowledgments to Josh, she goes, you are the reason I can write about true love. And she puts that in this book. Uh, yeah. No. Shut the fuck up. No. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same way with like Nesta and Cassie where she's like, um... This that this couple got the lion's share of like how I feel about you or how they met or some shit like that or oh no mm-hmm. it's her her feelings about how she knew Josh was the one well and also the same as how she put into Nesta also and this going you held me together this past year walking alongside me through some of the hardest moments I've ever encountered I have no words for what that means to me like you guys Josh is literally probably my favorite like author husband I've ever heard of <laughs> yeah. Not He's also incredibly attractive. Sarah, you've done well. <laughs> oh, well, well done. Um, well done. Well I know done. he's like 10 years older than Madison and I, but whatever. He's also married to Sarah J. Moss. So like... No, I mean, I agree. No, I totally agree. <laughs> I was but like, um, but like normally people. For. No, normally. Okay, people, wait. Right. So, so the Malachim are the angels. Yes, yes. I thought the Asteri were... Why am I being stupid? Madison, I have this book on my goddamn Kindle. <laughs> Why am I being dumb here? Come on now. I, oh, if your mom I'm listens sorry. to this one, she's going to yell at me for calling myself dumb. I'm sorry. I um, <laughs> Wait, what's the book called? Right, Crescent said. No, House of Earth and Blood. 
Okay. We're looking up a Siri, right? Because we want to know exactly what that says. Yes. A Siri. It's that one guy's name. Wasn't his name like Tyler or something? It was something mm-hmm. where I was like, that is not the name for one of the most powerful men of all time. Okay. This says, the magically gifted and long-lived veneer, and above them, the Asteri who ruled the planet Midgard from the eternal city of Pangera. Sorry. Again, Madison and I are also convinced that this book is literally just Earth 15,000 years. Um, this other We're jealous. Says, the bright hand of the Asteri. No. Okay. It is the Asteri. This one also says, hold on. Let me go back to this one. This is number 10 on page 10. Where's number? What the fuck, you guys? Yeah, no, the the Asteria are the big ones because this is it says right here at the end, seven eighty eight. It says she knew the voice, knew the lanky teenage boy it belonged to, a shell to the ancient behemoth, to house in Asteria. She'd seen it on and heard it on TV so many times she'd lost count. Hello, your brilliance, she whispered, and that's Regellus. I don't know why I thought his name was Tyler. No, it's definitely not. Here's the other one that's important. So this is Danica surveyed the street ahead, glancing past a poster of the six enthroned Asteri tacked up on the wall with a, a empty throne to honor their fallen sister, but loosened a breath. Sister! I'm telling you it's fucking Amran, it's but... It's fucking Amran, dude. It's so clearly I'm trying Amarin. to find if they described... I know they did later on, but... <laughs> um. Yeah, no. Okay, Amran's definitely an Asteri. Like, so this is what somebody said to me, and they said uh, the the um, that Amron has said before that she was like a soldier. Now, listen, I don't disagree with you, but what you're not, what that person was not, I think, taking into account was that we don't know a ton about the Asteri. Up, we know a ton about the Asteri now. We don't know a ton mm-hmm. about how they came to power in Crescent also, City. Also, so she could have been a soldier then. Anyway, also the Asteri in relation to like their god figure. Right, and also, like, here's the thing. They called her a fallen Earth. sister. They, they called, they called, um, Amran, oh, not Amran, sorry. They called the Asteri, <laughs> the fallen sister. Mm-hmm. And I just think that word fallen makes it seem almost like a soldier. So yeah. maybe these seven Asteris that were, like, related siblings or some mm-hmm. shit like that, whether that was by, like, I know she mentioned, I think Amran had mentioned, like, her father at some point. Maybe. Uh-huh. Maybe it's, this is a situation where, like, the gods are their parents yeah. or something of that nature. She is a death god. That's the thing. She's a death yeah. god. That has been confirmed. But Amran, Amran being 15,000 years old, over 15,000 years old, well, and Crescent City being set in, like, 15,300-something yes. is too coincidental once again. Like, I refuse to believe like, what otherwise. What are the What are the odds? What are the odds, uh, you guys? Like, it just seems too sus. And we don't know, we don't know exactly how long Prithian's been around, but I do know that Amran's been there for almost 15,000 years. Mm-hmm. So it seems to tell me that, once again, they're connected and they're at the same time. Sorry, bringing it roundabout. Right. Oh, no, for sure. I was just about to say something and then it slipped my mind. Oh, also, I think that it's interesting that Amran has been, like, a good guy. Yes. And then we get we get this book, Crescent City, mm-hmm. and the Asteri are, like, bad guys. Bad. And then all of a sudden, in A Court of Silver Flames, Amran is being sus. Amran is being sus for a multitude of reasons. Yeah. Now, don't tell me what you think about. Uh, no, not you, Madison. I, I want you mm. to tell me. I didn't but, think you were. I think you were t- talking um, to the general populace. Yeah, the general populace. Don't tell me that you think that Reese is going to be high king. I disagree. I, I think don't. there may be something where if he, he's high king, he's I not think, high king for long. I think. But I just think I think Reese would be very unhappy if 
he was high king. I do too. But I do think that the idea of a high king and and Amran pressuring him feels like, again, something bigger is coming. And it's not just within that world. It is within. Well, and then Amran always like voting against Nesta and Nesta's control over like the Dread Trove. And it's just, she's being. Amran was very sus in Silver Flames. too much, you guys. Right. So Amran being sus in Silver Flames, on top of the fact that we were just introduced to this elusive Asteri concept and the Asteri are are fucking mean. Yes, they're mean. They're not good. And they're They're power hungry. And like. That in relation to how Amran is suddenly like being portrayed on top of all the things that make us think that she isn't a serious. It just like I'm so I just I feel it. I feel also, it. Also, you guys, we don't know too much about what happens when you die. And no. Reese and Amran died, and Reese pulled Amran back. What if Amran was able to get like? What if a portal was open and somehow Amran was able to talk to a fucking Asteri her siblings right. in right. the other world or something? We don't know enough. Yeah, to no, like, we be like Amran's not suspect. Also, Asteri are suspect. Also, the fact that like in the end of well, specifically in the end of Crescent City, as the book we were talking about today. Um, uh, the fact that, like, you suddenly have this direct line of communication between Bryce and one of the Asteri. Yep. Is sus. Also, a thought about Crescent City. Yes. They put a restriction on her power. Yeah. That is going to be important. I cannot imagine that she's not going to fuck up somehow. Yeah. Or that something's going to happen where she has to make a decision. I know for a fact. I remember. Sorry. No, no. I remember what we were talking about. We were looking at the constellations. Yes. Because we think that Regalius or whatever is, is Hunt's dad. Yes. 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 That was that. I remember now. That it's, it's close to, it's in that constellation. Because I did, I did all that research. It's it's Rigel. It's called like it's called like Rigel or Rigel. It's designated. Um, what is that? Oh God, beta. Oh my God, I don't know my lowercase Greek letters. Um, Orion, but it's in (laughs) Orionis. We got the capitals down, guys. That's Greek. Yeah, it's so. So Rigel is designated to be Orionis. Is a blue supergiant star in the constellation of Orion. Right, and we're which like tell me Orion being Hunt's name. And then that being yeah. in well, a also, part like, of Orion. Just imagine, we already don't know why Hunt has his abilities, and he's yeah. already pretty fucking powerful as uh-huh. is. That would make sense <gasps> also, as to why he's that also, way. Also, the fact that Rigelis, or Rigelis, whatever, is... Whatever, sorry for saying I, it wrong. Is it Rigelis or something like that? Like Nigel? <laughs> I have no fucking Rigel I, said, I, I said Ianth when I read the fucking right. Akomon. Um, <laughs> the fact that he is known as the bright hand of the Asteri and Rigel yes. is the brightest and most massive star in no, the I, I, I component agree. I agree yeah, of a star system. When you yeah. told me this theory, I instantly went, you can't. Sarah loves, loves she things loves this that shit. already have establishment in our real life. Yes. That's why Koshi in A Court of yes, Silver Flames yes, or whatever yes. and is it like literally crazy talks about the, important. Do you, okay, so somebody, I saw a thing the other day. Just, I mean, we should say this for our second Crescent or Silver Flames theories yes, episode. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, I just no, wanted to mention like that. the Koshi thing. 
Yeah. And Tamlin. Tamlin's name is like this whole thing about like some lore. There's a bunch of stuff with like other things that she's already spread about. And don't even get us started. We're going to do a whole A Court of Silver Flames Mm -hmm. second episode. We might make that a Patreon thing. So if you want to be a Patreon subscriber, we're going to say that for the next several years, I think. Um, Go ahead and do that now because we are right now thinking that our next theories episode will be a um, Patreon only thing. So, yes. Anyway, we definitely think that an Asteri, this guy mm-hmm. Regelius or Regelius or whatever the fuck you want to pronounce his name, is Hunt's father. Also, Asteri means star. Yes, it would make a ton of sense too because I believe I remember something about Hunt saying his mom wouldn't confess to who his yes. father was, but that he was very powerful. Which I feel like if time has taught us anything, it's that means that the other person is like deeply powerful and it makes me wonder it makes me wonder did this relationship was this a good relationship yeah now hunts 230 some odd years old which means that the relationship between his mom and this and this character this asteri character mm-hmm. was a long time ago so all he's ever going to be able to get his answers from his father um but regardless, I definitely think Madison is on the right path. She found that theory, or she I, found that out all on her own. I'm going to give her credit 1,001% yeah, for that. I just... Another thing that is incredibly important and tells Ooh. me that there's a crossover happening is the mm-hmm. fact that in the library that Jessica has, yes. the Book of Breathings can be seen. Yes. The Walking Dead, which was in the Throne of Glass world, mm-hmm. a book called um, The Queen of Many Faces, which Madison is Maeve. Right. Um, There's another book, too. I think it's um, The Divine Number. And we talked about how that was three, right? Mm -hmm. Like, The Divine Number is, like, Da Vinci's three or whatever. Like, the whole thing about the number three, correct? I thought it was seven. What's The Divine Number? Seven? Yeah. Right? If The Divine Number is seven and there's... I have no idea, but if The Divine Number is seven... Wait, Golden Ratio. Oh, Jesus. Um... The numerous in numerous sacred traditions, the number twelve holds divine at significance. Twelve. No, this is there's something else. Either way, that was an important. Why would she list off? Was those it the titles? golden ratio of like the zero one one two three five eight that sort of thing? No, all I know is is that the book title was called On the Divine Number. Oh right, okay. That was the last book that right, it's the that golden... Rice noted. The golden ratio is. It's phi, actually. The, the divine number? In Greek, the divine number, like, to, like, represent it, which is 1.618, which is, like, the golden ratio number, is phi. Goldennumber.net? What? What's the golden... What's the... Wait, ancient um, aliens. Here we go. Ancient aliens. Here we go. I never thought I would say that on this podcast. Okay. Can that be the title? No, it says number 12. <laughs> 12 wisdom keepers... Divine number be part of alien. I mean, I've I've beef with ancient aliens because ancient aliens likes to attribute the creations of a lot of like non-white ancient civilizations to aliens, and I think that's fucked up. What did you not know what about this? In no, ancient aliens, mean? they always talk about specifically like non-European 
ancient civilizations. So like the pyramids and like, or not the pyramids, but like the Egyptians and like the oh. pyramids and like the Mayans and the Incans and stuff. And they like always attribute their great feats to aliens. And I think that's fucked up. I think there are other things that you can do to talk about aliens, considering that there are a lot of fucking people missing. Anyway, um, outside of that, there were other theories that we have that weren't so, like, um, crazy string board (laughs) (laughs) Me, Charlie Day. (laughs) No, everybody that I've seen that talks, that gets into the weeds about these fucking theories Mm -hmm. is, like, uses that photo as, like their description yeah um one of the theories that we had is something to do with juniper and um fury thank you you're welcome and how we think that we think that there's an fury has to play an incredibly important role in this story for her to come back at the very end be this savior like juniper doesn't play as much of a role i don't feel like like fury seems more tangible of a character than juniper did i agree um but i think because fury works for somebody in the um in her like house i think it is like she's in one of the other houses Mm. not in her house but isn't that where she lives I can't remember, but I do like, know she works for somebody because she's like right. a she's an assassin for hire, which is and I know so she hot. answers to some right. She answers to somebody super important because every time theories mentioned, they like people like are like shit. Mm-hmm. Stay away from her. Here, let me look. Let me look because she's not a wraith. What is she? She's a. She's in the house. She's not human either. She's not a reaper. She's not a vampire. Do you want me to look it up on her, her wiki page? I can do that. Yeah. I feel like I don't find it. What's her name? Fury Ax- Axtar or whatever. Axtar. Hmm. Interesting name. Mm-hmm. What was the fucking... What was the goddamn... Uh... Oh, it's isn't it Daemonaki? Isn't that what she is? She is... She's a veneer. But that doesn't say her house. Oh, no. Okay, so this is what it says. Affiliations. Flame and shadow. Species. Species. Unknown veneer. House. Unknown. Occupation. Assassin. Wait, but I feel like we definitely know. I am just telling you what Whatever. the page says. Whatever. It um. says that her physical description has long onyx, ha- long onyx hair. And I'm looking at this photo and this girl definitely has short hair like Amarin. Um <laughs> Whatever. It says long onyx hair and chestnut eyes. She has light brown skin. Personality TBA. Powers TBA. She's the only other thing that it mentions in here is the stuff about... It says, is an infamous assassin who spends most of her time doing disgusting things for money. Okay, let's not get and judgy then, here, wiki page. And then it says Jupiter Andromeda as her um, girlfriend. Also... Not a fucking coincidence that her goddamn last name is also a constellation, you guys. Yep. And, like, the Starborn thing. Like, I'm sorry. There's just... I'm really excited about the stuff that I... I do anticipate the next book having a good focus on either Rune's other family mm-hmm. and Bryce going there. Yeah. And, like, seeing... The, because here's the thing that pisses Madison and I off both so much. The lack of additional pieces of information in these maps... Like, Thrown Off Glass did this, too. How the fuck are you going I... to mention these multiple places okay. and not have maps? like, don't get me wrong. 
I don't mind if a first map is less detailed than a second map. Like I who, agree. Like what? Who did that? Did they Serpent just didn't Dove do Silver it? Flames? No, they did with Serpent. And, they, Serpent and Dove didn't even have a map in the first book. Right. So I'm like. You know, but Silver Flames got even more detailed this time yeah. around. Yeah, so like I don't mind that. I just mind that like you were talking like, oh my god, in Air of Fire when they go to Wendland, I'm like, I have no concept of how big this place is. Right. I have to judge based on words. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, thank you, but no, thank you. But no, thank you. <laughs> I would yeah. like more. Thank you. I just like. I don't know, man. I'd have so I. I mean, what have we covered? Amran's definitely Covered. a mystery. Amran, the connection. Regellus is Hunt. definitely Hunt's dad. Yeah, Hunt and Bryce. Yeah. Um, okay, so villains in the next book. Definitely Jessica and Ada. Idas, yeah. Idas, Midas. Well, because here's the thing. This book could have been a standalone if you haven't, if you didn't set up Idas and Jezba being sus as fuck. Sus as fuck. Also, goddamn that ending. I just thought about that ending all over again with they're watching oh. her on the goddamn screen. That is that is, that is what that is so peak. Just, I was literally sitting so here. Good. I was literally sitting here just like thinking about that book, and I went, "Shit, that was a fucking bomb book." You guys, I can't understand how many people did not finish it. No, I... Mama didn't raise no bitch, so I don't <laughs> not finish a book. I like I will stop and come back later on. Like I haven't gotten all the way through the Alexandra Christos um, to kill a kingdom, but I will one day. Yeah, I just... I will one day. I, you guys, there's no fucking reason that you would set, have that weird little epilogue. Also, why in the world would Idis be so interested in Bryce's power and the things that the well, Oracle said to her if he wasn't going to be a villain and if she wasn't going to go to hell. Now, I think she's going to go to hell because I think how fucking great would that be? That would be the first person to actually go to hell and probably survive because it seems really fucking cold since when they were doing when he came, he like was making the room freezing. Yeah. So I just think that he's going to play a huge role. I think he's going to be an antagonist and I think he's probably going to be the reason Hunt and Bryce have issues and right. part of the reason why they separate for a time and get mm-hmm. back together later on. Asshats. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we, firm, we firmly believe this. Too. Like, how? No. <laughs> just no. I'm not even no. entertaining the idea that they don't end up together. No, How? because okay. then you have to because... entertain the idea of another person. Well, and also, also like, I don't know. I just feel like... He's how... too good. He's too much like the well, rest of the other main heroine, also, main heroes. Right. And also, I'm sorry. You're going to fucking break them up after he has a breakdown in the shower. She cleans him up, dries him off puts him in bed and then cuddles with him and makes him okay. Are you kidding me? I I agree, Madison. Like, um, here's my thing. Here's my thing. It's going to be painful. Like, I don't expect it not to hurt. They're not going to, they're not going to sail through this as a couple. Clearly not. They're going to have issues. I really wish they would though, because I really do enjoy a book where I get to see a couple persevere. Discovery of witches. I'm looking at you. You were only separated for a hot minute, but yeah. regardless, um, I definitely think that they're going to have some issues. But Sarah said in her little live talk about this book. First of all, if you're expecting this book to come out in November, 
sorry to tell you that this book for Crescent City 2 will not come out until, like, next year in March. So, Which, like, right around now. Course, we have a year to um, wait, basically. We have a year. Because she hasn't even, like, she's got, like, the last time I heard about this, this is all right after, you know, uh, Aiko Sif came out. She was like, I've seen the art for the, like, they're starting to work on the art for the cover, but I can't even give you guys an official title yet. So, like, we're nowhere near ready for that to even happen. But what she did say was that there's going to be so much, like, Hunt and Bryce, like, sex. Like, that's, that's, yeah. you guys, like, you can't, you, you can't tell me they're not going to end up together when they're going to actually have a sex scene in a book. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I understand if you went into the last book and you're like, you got basically nothing. Like, the same thing with, like, okay, here's a great example. I'm going to say it again. Selena and Kayal, like, they had sex one time. Well, a couple times. Yeah. But, like, the, <laughs> you, can, you can't look at me and tell me that they're not going to end up together when... Sarah's about to throw them into a threesome with Therian. Sorry, that's it's gonna, that is some I, long-term shit. Is that not that just is some the question? Shit. That is some long... No, it is them. I'm, I'm sorry. The like, same way who, that it was Azriel, Cassian, and Nesta. That being them. said... I want it to be them. I, I also... Too, there are other groups, though, that I wouldn't I, mind. For example, like Rune, Rune and Declan <laughs> and like... <laughs> the other one. Or maybe like... Fury and Juniper and like Therian or like even like okay listen we are definitely getting more Hypaxia shit just as I knew that she was going to be like that she was the med witch that yes. ended up being high, like the, the <gasps> Rune, queen of Declan the witches and, or whatever. and Hypaxia or just like no because I know the threesome has Therian in it like I think she confirmed that yeah th- okay Therian but also hear, hear me out listen I really want it to be Male, female, male. Like, I'm all for things oh, no, being same. whatever. But <laughs> not same for my own but, like, selfish reasons. For my own personal preferences, because I read a ton of reverse harem where that's mm-hmm. female, male, 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 or female, male, 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 male. Maybe one female also. You never know. There's a surprise one. Uh, there's always some surprise <laughs> there's always some surprise ones that people will hit me with but yeah as my reverse harem knowledge uh, I, as trope is now a thing I'm, I'm just saying I do I, I would definitely like an MFM well, in this thank you <laughs> I mean <laughs> I yeah yeah considering I mean, that the first book was essentially in a, a my favorite murder episode an MFM and the next one would be great thanks <laughs> uh, <laughs> correct correct <laughs> I just, like, I, I would love for it to be, because, like, at this point, all, if it's, if Therian's going to be involved, which seems yeah. to be the case. It seems to be the case. Who is he close enough with for it not to be, and also, if, well, and also, I mean, but I guess, I guess we do, okay, because, like, here's the thing. Yes, we have we the rune, the rune perspective, and, yeah. but, like, other than that, we really just have the Hunt and Bryce perspectives. And even right. then, the rune perspectives were never big enough to elicit having that sort of time and build up dedicated to that sort of event. <laughs> but I will do you one here mm-hmm. because here's the thing. Yes. That was the same formula that she did with Throne of Glass, like with Dorian and Kale. Right. Like they were still right. kind of very sub. Like you could but hear me tell out. That, like you still didn't really get sex scenes for them, did you? Well, that was also more YA. 
But still, you got like fucking she she did with Kale and with Rowan. Yeah. Oh, but the Rowan one was pretty good. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. But what I'm saying okay, is that, wait, we have is to that talk she does inc- she quick. does include them. So imagine, hey. imagine, and she couldn't even like get like some a little razzle dazzle. Imagine trying to fucking build up a threesome in that sort of time I frame. I agree. Again, it's the same thing. How I knew it was Nessa, Cassie, and Azrael even before it's, we went into the fucking. Book. We oh, um, I mean, we called it, and then the minute that she fucking confirmed it, I was like, Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. I need to talk about this right now because I cannot stand listening to this anymore online. TikTok, BookTok, Facebook, Instagram, all of them. Please stop getting mad at her for how she describes penises and clits and all this stuff. She has to have her parents read these books too, you guys. Imagine your parents reading you say that too. She's not trying to upset you. But also... And her publisher could say no too. Like, we don't know those things. Like, okay, but also, like, here's the thing. You're telling me that in one of those scenes, you want it to be interrupted with the word penis every three seconds? Right? Like, come on. don't. No, you don't. Or even the... And, like, just... I get that people like it's weird because like they growl or they like you know. But also like the not human, <laughs> right? And just like you guys, some of if you want that kind of like legit smut, you can read a Kindle Unlimited. You can read right. a contemporary. But also like, like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's her book. You're choosing to read it. She yeah, wrote it, it the just, way she did. So many people make fun of her for it. And it's not like you can't tell me that, oh, it's all in good fun. No, you, like, make fun of her for it. Like, I've read some of these comments before, and they're actually pretty mean. And, like, she puts a lot of time and energy into the books. Can Just just stop getting mad at her for that kind of shit. Because, like, it's not your book, and it's not easy to write a book. It's not easy to write a sex scene alone and feel confident sharing that with other people. Mm -hmm. Like, you're literally... (laughs) Think about the fact that as a writer in general, you're already pulling out pieces of your psyche to put into yeah. a story. You have to put a sex thing in there. And now people are probably looking at you going, oh, is she into that? Like, right. come on, you guys. Like, what? Like, I don't know. And you're going to get like, fun of her for how she describes it. I don't know. I feel like if you don't like it, you can skip over those scenes. You know what yeah, I mean? and there's a ton of people that I've heard lately be like, I don't really like smutty things to each their own friends. No, that's fine. Like... Do whatever you want. I mean, you probably shouldn't be listening to our podcast then. But... <laughs> no, because we do a we we, we have learned. Yeah. Well, I mean, we to be grown. fair, we are both twenty four, almost twenty five. And we in the last <sighs> year that we've done this podcast, year plus, mm-hmm. the books that we started like finding the most enjoyment from have sex scenes in them. Yeah, I think we've talked about that before. We but... have, yeah, for sure. I just wanted to make that comment because I was just, it's so, it sickens me into my core when people are like, why can't she just say cock? Or why can't she just say clit? It's like, because she doesn't want to. And she doesn't have to do that. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's her book. It's her book. You don't, if you don't, if you don't like the way that she says these things, you don't have to buy it as like, as, sorry, that sounds, that sounds really like, oh, you don't have to buy it, but like. We also don't know what her editor says to her about right. those words. Right. We don't know what her publisher said. Maybe her publisher, like, well, they could come to her and be like, you have a set number of times you can say that word. Right. Or also, like, maybe she needed to change it up in, like, Ekotar originally because they were YA. 
and then and then but then and then also like on top of that if you if you start writing that way and you get four books in writing that way it's probably the way you're comfortable writing those scenes now it's also you also have to think about voice of an author compared to voice of a character they're normally pretty similar like they're normally pretty similar the way that like as an author the way that i write is almost very similar to the way that i talk mm-hmm. and your characters can have different voices but you're still the main speaking yeah. box for them so like mm-hmm. i'm I guessing she doesn't go around and say bundle of nerves when it's her and josh but like no, come i on. Well, i don't think she's narrating it <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry Head cannon, the moss household how <laughs> Canon. I'm sorry, I just laughed way so loud. I'm just way so loud. Do many thoughts. Way so loud. Do many thoughts. I laughed way too hard. He's so he's sleeping. I feel so bad. I've been talking so loud. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, I just imagine the Moss household. Yes. And she's (laughs) she's narrating it. Oh, that was the other thing that that was on the live. Somebody asked. Can you you wait? 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 Okay. 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 Hear me out. Can you Uh imagine? narrating it in third person <laughs> no <laughs> would you like me to attempt to do that the next time i can try um the next time when has there ever been a first time oh i okay no i I, I under i under i understand what you were there was a thing on the live where somebody asked like if josh read the sex scenes or if mm-hmm. it made him uncomfortable or anything and he was like no it doesn't make me uncomfortable like Sometimes I look at that and go, oh, that's familiar. And I went, Josh! Josh! <laughs> like, Joshua! Joshua. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, no, I just, like, homeboy. He was really fun on there. He's not very, like, talkative, which is, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now. Um, mm-hmm. Not that I, oh, God, that sounds horrible. Not that I don't like guys that talk. Um, no, no, no. Sorry, that's me. me. <laughs> the quiet ones are better for me. We just we mesh it's better. Just... Anyway, he seems very nice. He was watching like I think the Flyers were on that night, and so like, oh well, he was that makes sense. The game. Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was watching the game, and they were like, he like looks over into the corner. He's like, oh, and Sarah's like, no, and turns off the TV. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> come on. When I went on the East Coast trip in eighth grade, and we were on the freeway. I'm sorry, you went on what? The East Coast trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other kids oh, did Tell this. me more about your privilege. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. Listen, the East Coast trip is a thing that's offered at a lot of different schools in Michigan. I know where somebody else go? who went to Hudsonville, and they they did it. And where did you where did you go? We go, you get on, like, a fucking tour bus, and it, it costs $1,000 to go. But, like, everything is paid for. But here's the thing. This was in eighth grade. I had to pay for half of it. And so I hustled mm-hmm. and paid for half of it myself. Where did you go? We went to Niagara Falls. Okay. On, like, a charter bus. We went to Niagara Falls. We went to – then we went down to New York for one day. Okay. We went to Philly for one day. Okay. We went to Washington, D.C. for, like, three days. Okay. And then we went to Hershey Park, and then we came home. Let me tell you what our eighth grade trips were. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, not everybody got to go on this. 
No, I know. You had options. You couldn't go on. You, you had to pick one. Okay. Oh, we this actually this... most people got to pick the one, and then there was a select group that got to go to the well, other. Well, no, everybody now, went not... to Cedar Point. Yes, everybody went to Cedar Point. That was ours. Right. But here's the thing: my eighth grade elementary, not elementary school, my middle school. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are three middle schools in my area. Yes. Two of them were allowed to go to Washington D.C. Uh huh. We got to go to Gettysburg. Okay, we went to Gettysburg too, and we did a ghost tour. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, everybody and does it that. And it clapped so hard. Thing. I was like, this is the best day of my life. But, like, there's a clear wealth divide in my community, and you can tell which that's, middle school I fair. went to. Um, that was it. You didn't get to go anywhere else, though. And then eventually they started doing the D.C. trip with my, my middle school, but mm-hmm. I was already gone by that point. Yeah, no, we went to all those places, and I remember we were on the freeway, and we were driving to Philadelphia, and we were almost there. Mm-hmm. And the tour, like everybody's chill. I think we're, I think, oh, we're watching National Treasure because <laughs> we watched National Treasure before we went to Philly, like on the bus. Everybody watched National Treasure. We're in, like, we're almost to the end of National Treasure. And I look up and I shriek and I stand up and I point my camera out the window and I take a couple photos of the Flyers Arena. <laughs> I love it. It was, I love it. That was like, that was, that was like peak. The Flyers for me. are one of the original six, too, right? I believe so. It's the Montreal Canadiens, the Toronto Maple, Maple Leafs. Leafs. Uh, the Red Wings. Thank you. I was like, Tigers, that's not right. <laughs> Red Wings. <laughs> I think the Blackhawks. Blackhawks, Red Wings, Bruins. And then is it the Maybe Penguins? Maybe not Flyers. It's the Penguins, it isn't the, it? It's the Penguins or it's New York. Oh, no, you're right. It's the Rangers. I think it's the Rangers. I'll just I think look it up. Bruins. I gotta look it up. I think it's Bruins. Wait, but Rangers. I think we just said. I think we just said five. <laughs> no, it's Bruins. No, no, we Rangers, did say yeah. Blackhawks, yeah. Red Wings, Toronto yeah. Maple Leafs, and then the two Canadians. Yeah, Montreal Canadians. As as they should. Can you be, tell though. that we're? I mean, listen. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell we grew up in a uh, household where hockey was a prominent mm-hmm. thing? I, but honestly, all of those communities, like if you grew up in Boston or if you grew up in Toronto or Montreal, Canada in general, and Chicago, like you, that was like your even that was even one if of your you don't teams. actually care, you have to know. Yeah, it's like because they're an ori- because they're the original six <laughs> mm-hmm. for the NFL, like that's a big deal. Yeah. Plus, like the Red Wings a few years ago were kicking ass you guys many, like if you many, don't know many years ago yeah it's been a while but i, mean, I was like gonna say within the past three years past three no, four years that's not been good but 97 like from 97 all the way up until about like 2011 i want to say i was like, gonna we say it's like around team. then and we then it just all just team. like shriveled up and died and now it's there's a lot of there was a lot of people that left there's a lot of like uh, yeah there's a lot of people, that, people that have changed yeah so. there's a lot of Whatever. people um, Somebody who retired like two years ago that makes me depressed. Who retired two years ago that makes you depressed? Henrik Zetterberg. He's getting old, Madison. I don't <laughs> care, Nicole. <laughs> look at look at like look at pictures of him and tell me that he doesn't need to set down like sit down. It's okay. He's gorgeous. He is, but he's also in his forties and they he get looks, tired. Like he think looks about like all the if, injuries. He looks like if Henry Cavill and Jared Leto had a baby. This is going tell me I'm wrong. Go look up a picture. Go no. Go look up a picture of him right now and tell me that right. I'm no, wrong. No, I know. I know what he looks like. I've been in Hockey Town my entire life. Remember? I know. Oh my God! I'm sorry. I nailed that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, back to Crescent City. Um, 
super excited about the next book to come yeah. out, even if it is a year from now. Um, <laughs> that we love doing these series episodes. I'm trying to think if there's any other theories that we have. Yeah, this one's not like as like... in depth because we don't have former books to build off of. Yeah, there's just the one. There's and just so once the one. We get like maybe another one. We'll have more. We'll have but some I think... judge. I think the strongest theory we have really is that connection between the three worlds. It's, it's There's got to be something. And I feel like it really is – like, it feels to me – you know, You know how in that way it's always like – okay, for example, do you want to know what the Crescent City book in terms of, like, bringing them all together reminds me of? Yes. The way D'Artagnan brings Athos, Porthos, and Aramis together again. Like, and he's like, come yeah. on. Come on, let's do this. Let's save everybody. I'm going to bring us all together. That's how Bryce... Sarah J. Moss is fucking um, D'Artagnan. It's fine. No, I know you're trying to think... It's Alexander Dumas, the name of the author. No, I meant more in the sense of like... But wouldn't I'm the Bryce one be the, the D'Artagnan? Because Bryce is no, still a part of it. No, because there's three people. There's but three Bryce is, people. No, there's, there's four people. There's Feyre, Aelin, Nesta, and Bryce. Well, if you're going to argue that, then you have to include a- you have to include Aline. Oh my god, Aline, Aelin? <laughs> I don't care. No, <laughs> you have to include Elaine. Um, yeah, you have to include Elaine. No, you got to include Gwen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Gwen forever. There it is. Go win. <laughs> oh, oh, if you want, she's a, a Gwen dependent of, woman. She is. If you want a little bit of a taste of what you'll get in the Patreon episode, we're going to be talking about the Gwen Asriel Little Mermaid theory. <gasps> So subscribe to our fucking Patreon. Anyway, Patreon, pretty please. Um, yeah. But here's the thing: I think that the significance of three in her book has her books have been very important. When it was Selena, Kaol, and Dorian, you're gonna get to that in Kingdom of Ash. It was always the three of them. Mm-hmm. They, she mentions that at the very tail end of the book. She talks about there's how there's like three portals. Um, Right? Or not, three word not keys. Not necessarily. Yes, there's three word keys. But she talks about how the three friends, it's always been them. It was always this core Well, it's three. the three guys, the then three girls, at, the three. When you look at, when you look at the girls. The three sum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at Ekotar, you have the three sisters. You have the three brothers. When you look at the three books, at the three series as a whole. You have three women with three different hair colors, mind you, um, that literally all somehow have the most powerful. They're the most powerful in their world. And also have the means. Well, I mean, Nesta, but I mean. uh, There it is. I just like I I just I feel like it's got to happen. And like, wouldn't that just be I mean, I don't know how far out this Okay, because I don't know how far out this would have to be, but like, what? Uh, okay, because here's that's the thing. some Cassandra Clare like level right. chill. <laughs> here's the thing. Oh my god, my body is making so many noises. Um, here's the thing. Is this going okay. to be the last Crescent City book, or is it going to be its own thing, like an own now, like single standalone? I know. And here's something else you got to think about. We've like, what would it be? Okay, it would world. be like, it'd be like. A court of thrones and glass and cities. <laughs> Great. I'm glad you came up with that title because no one else should have. Um, <laughs> Somebody had to do it. Um, I was going to say, though, here's mm-hmm. another thing that you have to open up if you're yes. going to think about these different worlds. 
there's at least 26, <sighs> if not more. Another so, series? I mean, Right. Another I'm sorry. That I don't know intersect. why. I don't know why I'm fucking acting. Like after she finishes Crescent City, she's not gonna write anymore. I don't know why I'm pretending. <gasps> oh. But I love the. Can idea. you imagine? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be Crescent City. It's not gonna be its own thing, which sure. is the three of them. It's gonna be a fourth new series that involves a new heroine that's gonna bring in all these people. Would love it again. It's that Cassandra Clare level of planning where you're like okay now at this point in time spoiler if you've never read the fucking books now this fucking time we're gonna introduce tessa gray who was introduced in these books and then you're gonna introduce how this guy that you've known a couple of times is actually this other fucking guy and um you know and then you introduce emma and julian and like all of these things even even the percy jackson books are like that no i know it's it takes an incredible amount of planning and Mm -hmm. an incredible author to do it well so far, Sarah has not disappointed me. Yeah. I or, have not been disappointed by a Sarah book. But also, I there's just I get I get very giddy thinking about the fact that there could be like well okay, we'll say fifth if you include Nesta. Or no, we'll say we'll just say fourth. Like a fourth heroine that doesn't exist yeah. in anybody's mind but hers yet. Like that's very exciting to me. Well, and I also like the fact that Sarah has said that, I'm like, just, for selfish reasons, I want her to have dark brown hair, but. Oh, no, I feel like we're due for that. Like, you can't Well, because it's like, you got like, your blonde, you got your, like, redhead burgundy, redhead. you got your, like, like, honey-colored hair, like, dark honey, you know what I mean? Yeah, what did they call it? Wasn't it, what's the hair color they called it? She said Auburn. It's Auburn. But Auburn, it's Auburn. is red. Yeah, but it's also not, like red the way that Bryce's hair is red, right? Like, it's like, Bryce's hair well, is all, red. Bryce's hair is like burgundy. It's right. Like wine it's like wine colored. Yes. But if you but, look up auburn hair... Is this another one of those moments where LJ Shen said it was auburn hair? That shit like, is does not have red, hair. home skillet. No, I know. I know, because I want to But also, but, like, what color is the but, like, hair Feyre's on the cover? hair... Feyre's hair, no, Feyre's hair is almost like a weird kind of gingery look. I didn't mean weird in the sense that, like, ginger is weird. I meant, like, the color itself kind of looks like it's ginger, but not exactly. Sorry, I did not mean to No, her hair on that cover is, like, a red. It's, um, is Feyre a ginger with bangs? Yes, we've done this before. I know, but, like. The fact that Feyre could even have bangs is just something I only want to talk about. No, 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 no. It's the fact that Feyre does have bangs, according to the cover. No, I disagree because there's new covers now. <laughs> uh, but there's no people on the covers. It's not like they changed her look for the covers. They just took her off the cover. So thus, you could all argue. I'm telling you is, all I'm telling you is, is that they're no longer on the cover. So I don't. Can you I don't believe, believe that Feyre anymore. is a is a beast now? According no, to the cover, Tamlin. if no, they changed Tamlin. her look. No, no I Tamlin. understand also, it's Tamlin. I'm being I a shit. I know you are. I'm just trying to continue to push this forward. Anyway, do you have any other theories? Um, I, do, I mean, a lot of them had to do with the whole star theories. Like, for those of you, if you want to, like, deep dive into this, go yeah, look. Go okay, the send. website the website that I went on and, like, started just, like, clicking through is called space. It's called space.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. It is literally called space.com. It's called space.com. Space yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. <they're>, lunar, <laughs> lunar eclipse. <laughs> um... I, yeah, okay, so, like, the star thing is called space.net, and there's a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. on it. Also, other, like, the main stars, two of them that are in this, 
It's Rigel and Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah, I did know that. I think Beetlejuice is the one that's close to going supernova. Yeah, it's also in the shoulder. I think that's the one that they said is the one that's close to going supernova, and that if it does, in fact, go supernova in the next few years, what will end up happening is we will have three days of consistent daylight because it'll be so bright. I heard it was three weeks, I thought. But also, that one's supposed to be 15, like, thousand years off or something based on how long the light would take to hit Earth. So we don't have to worry about that. No, I'll be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Um, Any other theories? I don't think I have any. Uh, Hypaxia clearly is going to be very powerful. Yeah. Um, I think she's also going to bring a lot of good to the world. Yes. She seems like a good person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's a med witch, like, for God's sakes. Yes. She's also beautiful and stunning, and I love her. Um, also, she helped hunt. Like, come on, guys. Oh, yeah. She also hunt- helped Bryce. Yes, but, like, she helped hunt take off the... Um, oh, yes, the... His little fancy hairdo thing. Little tattoo across the brow. You cannot call it a fancy hairdo, Madison. <laughs> <laughs> His little flower crown. His little flower crown. He went to a festival. Um, <laughs> any other theories? I, I don't. I don't think so. I just like. I'm I glad feel we like, got all of this out into the universe, though. I'm not going to lie. I feel like this was us putting it into audio so that yeah. if slash when we're right, we have proof <laughs> that we thought it before. You guys, we don't, it's, it's a hard power being right all the time, but we have it's, to do it. It's a hard power. It's a lot of responsibility. Something... With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, there was something. What was the one thing? Oh, Oh, the crown of gilded bones thing. Yep. We can't talk about that until that episode, that book comes out. But holy shit, you guys! I already read chapter one, two, and three of a crown of gilded bones, and I went, "Oh, I didn't. Oh, that wasn't expected. I wasn't expecting that. That's something I was wrong about." Yeah, I haven't read said chapters, so I'm running blind here. Just wait, just wait, wait, give it another couple of days. Just give it a few more days before the book's out, and then be done. I mean, I should just wait a month. Yeah, it's like, that's what I mean. Yeah. Wait until the book's out. Don't. Which is, if you have not read A Crown of Gilded Bones, chapter one, th- two, and three, I highly recommend you do not do it. It huh? will cause major anxiety. You will be sitting here going, everything I feel like I know is different. My now. self-destructive nature says, read it, Madison. Read it. Do it right now. Read it right now. Once you get off of here, read it. Read it. Do it. Do it. Hurt yourself. Do it. Read it. Read it read it it's definitely i definitely had to go and pick up something else afterwards because i was like i am so stressed knowing what i know now that i feel like if i if i i can't like physically i don't understand why why she in i mean i do understand why she decided to include that last chapter chapter two alone had enough of a cliffhanger for you to go holy shit but chapter three was like oh take it up a notch I don't know how to explain it without giving spoilers away. But regardless. Um, I mean. That's going to do it for today's episode? That's the hot tea. I mean, not nearly as, like, Charlie Day-ish. Yeah, no. That's as definitely like a court of flames. silver flames. <laughs> I mean, for sure. Because there's, like, so many fucking theories. But I just. But. It's, like, like I said, I think 
that after the next book, the theories episode that comes after the yeah. next book is going to be different because with this one, we only have the one to go off of. We still don't know and all so of the far, rules of the world. Right. And so far our two theories episodes that we've really done have been books that had two or more in their, in their series already mm-hmm. to go off of. Yes. Like a crown of gilded bones. We were like, Oh, we have two books to kind of base our theories off of in a Kotar world. We have, five technically books to go right. off of so mm-hmm. and i don't think that i think those are the only ones we've done other than this one now so yeah we could do a episode on kingdom of the wicked if we wanted to since that Correct. book's going to come out soon we could do a gods and monsters one since oh my god you guys shelby announced that it's coming out a week early now crazy i'm so excited i'm i get that book a week earlier thank you thank you shelby Thank, Thank you. you, Shelby. Thank you, publishers. Thank you, all of you. So happy. I just... But um, to, to wrap this all up, wherever you're listening to your podcast right now, and especially Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and a review and just a quick little blurb about what you love about the show. We would love a five-star review. That is how you get the word out about our podcast. Um, we basically just want to know what you're thinking. And so hopefully those five stars will come in and we can just keep on pushing around. Jupiter. (laughs) Okay, so Madison just took one of her Glossier lipsticks, lip glosses, and put it up to her head right in between her eyebrows and went Sailor Jupiter. Now, if you've never seen Sailor Moon, Jupiter has a tiara that has a little, like, lightning rod that comes up. She has this little like antenna that comes up like she's a little alien. Ugh. Because Jupiter has light, light, like lightning is her like thing. Like that's her yeah. thing. Anyway, also, what do you consider Venuses? Because like Mercury is water, light. obviously. She's light. Because she's a princess so from another planet. The other ones aren't other princesses. Venus is a princess from another planet. What? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, she's I like they a princess. all were. No, I don't think so. I think Venus is the only other one who's a princess. And so while while Usagi is like moonlight, she's like starlight. Oh. Or like sunlight. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Which also makes sense why she was technically like one of the first ones to get her powers. Yeah. Right? Anyway, I don't know, so dude. we also I have a Patreon. <laughs> Um, as, you mentioned. <laughs> um, as we mentioned at the top of the show we have four different tiers that you can donate at over there you can go hang out with our new friend um, <laughs> y'all can all bond together <laughs> We, I'm so sorry we are trying our best to figure out this fucking discord if anyone wants to like email in and help please let us know <laughs> you know it doesn't make a lot of sense to us it doesn't um, because I don't know how to give the link to people so please Danielle I'm so sorry but please if anybody knows how to fucking help please let I, us know yeah um, we do have a Patreon that you can go donate to the show at if you want to support us making your show. Um, it's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. And uh, you can definitely go ahead over there and see what's going on. We got blooper stuff coming. There's plenty of shit cut out of this episode uh, that's on There's there. There's content. <laughs> well, yes. There's one mini so piece of content. Mm-hmm. And why is that, Nicole? Because Nicole deleted the second one. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. We're going to fix it. We're going to re-record it. Anyway. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> we're going to do something else. Uh, 
social media. If you want to follow us on our social media accounts, you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Lower Your Volume Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Lower Pod, and you can check us out on Facebook, Lower Your Volume Podcast. Give us a follow. Come chat with us. If you want to like follow the show and then send us an Instagram message, like we are on our social media apps all the time because of our work. And so like yep. we will see it. We will respond to you. We will see it. Anybody who's talked to us so far can attest to this shit. We mm-hmm. love hearing from you. So We're if you want to reach us out on immediately. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to reach out to us on our Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, whatever, we have the apps. So check us out. Um, we have the beef. Got it's it. Me, I know. <laughs> we have, check us out. Follow it's, us. Mm-hmm. Uh, engage with us. Come have fun. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, last but not least, if you have Crescent City theories, send them to us at our email. It's lowyourvolumepodcasts at gmail.com. We would literally love to hear from you. We also, want... if you're an artist and you have uh, Bryce fan art or Hunt fan art or yeah. N- NSFW fan art of them, please. Uh, I did. I, well. I don't know if we mentioned it on the last episode. I did order the uh, BX Romance prints from. <gasps> you did not. Yes, dude. I've literally already told you this. Oh, I told you this in person. You did. In fact, you did. A court of candles. <laughs> right. You did. You did. <laughs> My brain just went, you got BS, BX Romance yeah. prints? Yeah, okay, 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 well, listen, listen to this shit, okay? These prints, okay, hold on, let me pull them up. How big are they? <laughs> oh, they're huge. They are, in fact, 8 on. by 10? 11 by 15. <laughs> so they're like, I'm sorry, they're, like, they're posters? They're like this big. <laughs> So casually, you're gonna have this room that's just gonna. Have <laughs> My, I don't know where I'm gonna put them yet, but they're gonna go somewhere. <laughs> when we finally designate a spot for them in Madison's room, I say we because it's also my house. Uh, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm the kidding. Collective we. I'm wondering. Okay, because here's the thing. We'll I'm wondering if I can get Instagram. away with. Uh, like merging them into my like gallery wall here by my desk it's gonna look weird i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you you can try or or better yet i put them well no that's definitely um, not that well no that might be 10 inches i could put them on the side of my bookshelf so the only people who see them are my too. backyard neighbors and then me <laughs> oh my god your backyard neighbors no the, the dryer went off it went Wah. Make all the other boy dryer go. <laughs> all right, enough chaos from us yeah, today. Uh, email um, us. We would literally love to hear from you. Playlist. I would love like a Bryce. Actually, I would love like if I could a just Bryce and a Hunt playlist, please. Yeah, but also I would just love like a the women of SJM playlist. Fuck it, I'll make it. Ooh, I'll make okay. it. Okay. Um, <gasps> once you sorry, do that, my... we'll put it in the link tree or something. Um, sorry, my gr- my my fucking. It's like body just pretended that it was in the search and not sexy. And that shit growled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, don't forget to go book yourself. It's always a good time for you to do that. Just stop, drop, grab some batteries. Um. <laughs> is that, is that, 
Is that our? Is that one of our things? Is like the battery police? We are the battery police. No, no, no. We're definitely the battery like prisoners. Okay. The, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're beholden to the batteries. <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't think that's the case. If there's a battery police arresting offenders of the law of battery, <laughs> it's us. It's we're getting arrested. Is what you're saying? I am for okay. sure. Yeah, you're like probably that. an accomplice. <laughs> not in that way, though. Not in that way. Not in that way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mine does have a charger. So I mean, all right. Are you ready? You ready to end? You ready to say goodbye one last time? <laughs> okay. Fucking goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs>